0: in a world of digital card apps one man there's actually two of them two men and sometimes a guest two men and sometimes a guest will guide us on a journey there and back again no one's traveling it's a podcast the digital cross-trading podcast and now the hosts of the dxt podcast aaron vine and mark Bernetti. episodes of visions except for the one that's like the the wally and gromit uh episode that's fine
1: let's talk about that then cool uh, we'll spend all our time talking about the wallace and gromit one from
0: our yeah. um
1: okay cool deal so i think we're recording so you can uh,
0: okay hello everybody it's the dxt podcast i'm aaron by 78 on all tops apps And quid and I'm procrastinating underscore com on Upper Deck EPAC. Well, good morning, sir. And this is Mark. I am um, Drake Iago
1: on the top apps. Um, uh, Let's see. We got uh, some things we can talk about. We have uh, visions, right? Uh, We have, um, let's see, we got uh, some movie news. And things um what about um uh so we had a great we had a great call uh last time I think it was two weeks ago um thank you for uh to um uh star wars makes things better uh and uh, uh I really do appreciate him coming out there i think he i think he's a great um you know, additional viewpoint on things. I think he's kind of in between us and and my this and uh, your um uh, happy happy go lucky um type stuff going on there. So I appreciate that, and thanks a lot for for joining, Steve. Um, so let's let's talk about visions, right? Because visions is something that I think is a very interesting endeavor by uh by Star Wars and. I mean you gotta like the idea that um, that all these companies from around the world really want to do something within the star wars universe, which makes sense right It totally makes sense i mean it's like it's like the it's like the the tiny um example of like how we do um how kids wanna like uh, in, you know imagine that they're in star wars and stuff, and that's how that's how you that's how you know these these animation studios are they're like like little kids right and they're like hey I want to play here and such and so that's refreshing and it's very uh it's very cool to see where people come along with but what i realize is is the fact that um i know i can just sit there back and enjoy them right but there's really no like um i don't know what what do you want to say there's really no like sticking power to um to this because, you know, um, essentially it's not canon. It really has no fitting. It, there's no reason to explain anything. If you really your, if your imagination is really captured by this, you, um, you know, you can't really follow up on it. Uh, you know, to me, what makes Star Wars so interesting, right, is like it puts me in the universe, and like I wonder what's going next, and you have the anticipation of a next movie. You don't get those with those, right? It's just a short little thing. Whatever you think of it, that's all you think of it because there's really no
0: follow-up to it. Uh, I mean, what do you think? What do you I, think? I, I mean, I certainly hope that that's not necessarily the total meaning to visions. Um, I mean, especially you know, well, you know, look, between the two seasons of visions, there's there's a few different stories that. Um, clearly would be interesting to continue on. Um, And, you know, specifically with season two, I mean, there's at least two that I would be tremendously interested in seeing, you know, what comes next. Um, So I'm not in total agreement on that. Like, I think that they would be... You know meaning Lucasfilm would be very close minded for them to do this and you know not and to ignore whether there's a certain snippet of story that really um connects with people hmm. well, I mean, I agree with you there are definitely some of these stories that I would
1: love to see what happens next i guess the I guess the thing is is right is do you go into it thinking that there is ever a chance of you seeing what happens next, right? Like, in season one, the strongest one that I liked, right, was the first episode, you know, about, um, I think it was called Duel, and it was the one with the um, the Ronin character, okay? Yeah. Um, and that was fantastic, and I read the book. There was a book that was written um, that was in that universe and explained, like, the storyline behind it, and it gave, like, a really cool... Um, I mean, it's, it's essentially like way far in the future and, um, and essentially the Jedi had become like, um, they had grown to the point where they were no longer just like a, an order, so to speak. They were, um, they became like hired armies for these princes that were like the, the major parts of what was called the empire. Right. So it's, Mm -hmm. it it is, it's an empire. There's an emperor. Um, It's not the same empire. Um, I'm not saying they're good guys, but they're not necessarily bad guys, but the move, but the book takes the, takes the, takes the perspective of, you know, um, of like a Sith person that, Really in many regards is like the anti uh, anti Jedi, but not really the bad guy. So anyway, the point is good story, um, fantastical premise, a lot of kooky stuff going on. And that made you really get into the story, right? Um, but they didn't follow it up here in, in the second season. There's a third season already um ag- you know, already agreed to. I guess it's possible they might follow up there, but but I don't really have any hopes that they're going to follow up any of these things. So so to me, there is a limited amount of like excitement I can get from these things. Um, What would you say your favorites out of this new season are were?
0: Um, So actually, I felt the very first episode I watched the Sith to be very, very strong. Um, and, uh, that's one of the ones that I'd want to see continued. Uh, and then there was, uh, there was this one about this child that goes into this dark cave or something like that. Yeah. And, and, um, and then at the end of the episode, it looks like he's basically being taken away by a Sith. Um, and I would be very interested to see, um... That one continued,
1: yeah, that was an interesting one. I did like that one. it was a she actually, um and uh um or is I think it was I think it was a girl,
0: yeah, I think uh, it was a girl
1: yeah yeah and and yeah, that was an interesting one. I mean, the animation was eh, you know, it was decent, um it wasn't anime it was, right i mean it was it was, a, it was a different was type of better. animation,
0: but yeah, that know. one was
1: the Irish one. Okay, which is interesting i I did like the way the mythology was very um you know reminiscent of like banshees like this this screaming witch kind of sith thing living in a cave, and yeah. you had to defeat it, but she had to defeat it because she was basically being tooled or or schooled or or whatever by what I believe yeah you're right was was a sith right, and yeah to be the Sith's Apprentice and um I thought it was a very adult themed cartoon uh, so yeah. yeah I did enjoy that one too I thought that one was pretty good I thought um I would have liked to figure out what's really going on there um and uh yeah so that one was impressive I liked that one um you decided to watch every episode, but the one that was Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, <laughs> so you just you like intentionally just skipped over it. I did intentionally mm. skip over it. Yeah, I mean it's only like ten, fifteen minutes, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I mean, the
0: humor is funny in it, and um, so I just really think that when I was going through it, like, um there was an episode that i just wanted to watch even more so and so i just skipped over it and just haven't had a chance to go back to it right. um i'm trying to think so there was this episode where like there's this there's this um I, i'm i'm forgetting like the the major specifics but they they're going to this temple to like blow up like this this um huge statue And yeah, that one was very interesting. Um, Yeah. And so like, I, I remember like, I'm looking at like the screen and there's the Wallace and Gromit one. And I'm like, okay, claymation. And then there's like the blue and red colors of lightsabers for that episode. And I was like, all right, I'm going to the next, I'm going to that one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just didn't get a chance to go back and, and watch, um, you know, the Claymation one. Uh, so I planned to watch it, but I just mm-hmm. didn't get a chance to get Makes sense. Um, the,
1: uh, what's the other one? Yeah, so that one was pretty good. Um, that one, to me, maybe I would consider that one my second strongest, although, um, to me, it ended up being, I think this season ended up being one where I don't think I disliked any of them. Um I thought the Jedi Rocks one from first season, the second episode, was probably one that I I thought was like, uh, was so like off message from what I even cared about, um, uh, that I would say I didn't like it, but I I don't think I hated any of them. But this season, I think was generally more. Um, to me, I I think it was good. There I, there was some that stood out. And it was interesting that they didn't all do Japanese studios, right? There was only one or two that were even... I think maybe one that was actually Japanese. They had some, a Korean one. They had some other ones. Um, so, uh, yeah, that one was interesting. I like the premise of that one. Um the, the mythology or the, uh, the um, imagination of that, you have these force-sensitive monks who can read um, the uh you know can can read the uh the stones and the stones reflect what you know i guess i don't know what's going on in in the you know the rain comes down and the rain forms into a picture and and this one student who i guess eventually becomes a i believe that's the same student right cuz that she ends up being a mechanic that then is 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 the person kind of hiring Right or yeah, who's asking for help? Right, and and she wants the Jedi Order to help destroy these uh these these statues because she thinks that they're somehow um, they're somehow that if you destroy these statues that that war this war that you don't know about this long standing like Sith and Jedi war will will end and uh, the bad guy was pretty cool, right? He had this yeah this 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 mask that hangs down it's weird it has like a tail yeah down and then he's got some other whip kind of thing that he's whipping people with and um so yeah that one was total like that one felt so japanese anime was it was you know nuts so (laughs) i thought it was cool Yeah, i thought it was really cool um uh the duality right dark and light I mean, I think, um, I mean, it's really hard in society these days, I think, for this not to be the the message, right, about that there's got to be dark to balance the light, or you can't get rid of the dark because dark is going to live as much as light, right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so... I mean, to me, it's like every single one of these, every single one of these cartoons could have been made by the people that are doing the Acolyte, right? Because I think the Acolyte is going to hit you over the head with uh, um, people who we think are bad are really not bad, and people we think are good are not necessarily good, right? And... uh um. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not sure how interesting that is, but, uh, uh, but I'm there's,
0: there's got to be someone who's like really bad.
1: It, I would think I would think that that would be how you would have to. That's how you would have to approach Acolyte, in my opinion. Right. You'd have to approach it that the main person that's the protagonist in the show, even if the protagonist is a Sith or uh, someone who is more in touch with the dark side, right? Yeah. I'm thinking this person's going to be sympathetic, right? They're going to give every reason why this person should have a problem with the Jedi and and maybe they'll be maybe they'll, they'll be uh, fair enough that they're going to say they're going to show that what the Jedi did from even the Jedi's perspective, was not bad, but it was something for the common good. But sometimes, when you do something for the common good, the uncommon person isn't isn't really helped by the common good, right? the the The, the individual person is hurt by decisions that help the common good, right? right. And, uh, and this person has a problem with it. But there's got to be somebody who's really though evil, though, right? Like that. that, I, that I I have that a hope so. Got to have somebody you compare against that says
0: this person really is evil. So uh, like they, they don't have to start totally evil, but they have to get to totally evil.
1: Well, somehow. Now, this is interesting. I like this discussion. So we're kind of switching over to the Acolyte, which I believe is to me is obviously we're excited about uh, Ahsoka, right? Of but course, we have definitely. a general idea that where we think Ahsoka is going to approach things and we're really positive about it and we're really excited for it. Right now, acolyte's one of those things that kind of is going to approach you like like Andor, right? You don't really know what you're going to get. You have some, for Andor at least, you have some, you had some confidence going in that you thought it would be good because you just knew that Tony Gilroy did a great job with Andor, uh, with World One, and you figured that the biggest fear I had going into Andor was that they weren't going to spend enough money and they weren't going to really, you know, show a really compelling story and uh and, and thankfully to me they i think they were fine in that regard yeah, um okay. with acolyte right my biggest fear going into acolyte is i think they got money i think they're going to do a lot of jedi lightsaber lightsaber kind of stuff i'm just worried about the message of the show it's going to be a downer now you're thinking that you think the you're thinking to So you're thinking, so let's, we know a little bit about what this show is going to be about, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, we know that this show is going to be about a girl who is a, um, uh, she has force powers. And through some, either, through some factor of something happening, she ends up not liking the Jedi. and, And she wants to, like, become part of, like. She wants to become a Sith apprentice or some type of an acolyte, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of Jedi around, and everything that the producer of the show is saying is that uh, it's really interesting to show the Jedi, because um, uh, because George says they're wrong in Phantom Menace, and so we're going to show how they got there, how they're how they're wrong, and. Uh, And it is lovely to think that, is that really what the prequels was about? And, you know, um, we can talk about that all day. But so, (laughs) so in this one, you know, if this girl, so you're thinking that if this girl is like the anti-hero, right, and she wants to hurt the Jedi and the Jedi don't really know about her and somehow, you know, it's about her, whatever, coming to terms with this, with this need. Are you thinking that you would want this person to become totally evil? Or are you saying you would just want to have somebody on the show that is totally evil to compare against this this protagonist?
0: Um. So that's a fair question. But this person, I envision becoming really evil. And, you know, it could start off as someone that's kind of like seen as, um, you know, um, Shade of Grey, that's not, that's, that would be fine. But the show, from what I understand, is supposed to take us towards the end of the High Republic, um, era. Mm -hmm. And there's tons and tons and tons of Jedi during this era. And, um, so... I mean, the way I envision it, which doesn't mean that that's the way it's going to be, is that you're going to have this person that is, you know, exposed to these Jedi, um, is starting to totally hate them, um, and starts to work against them. So, I mean, the I think that it would be so at, by the end. I would assume that they're going to be like a really bad. Sith now, there could be a second sith that's that you know on a weekly basis she's learning from, and she's questioning and and you never know really which way things are gonna go um, but I think the end point is is that you know she's got to become really bad
1: that's interesting, so you're you're thinking more of the um breaking bad approach, right, where you have this person that. Has good reasons to do what they're doing at the beginning, and and it is this could be just a morally ambiguous show through its entire length. But but Breaking Bad, which I didn't see, but but Breaking Bad, eventually the main character he just becomes
0: really a bad guy, right? And uh, you know it's funny. So break. So I like the way that you're bringing up Breaking Bad because yes, that would be a good way of kind of explaining it. It's probably actually a really good way of explaining it, because even though, you know, he becomes a really bad guy at at the end of Breaking Bad, everyone's still rooting for him. Um, like, there's a lot of people that are still like, wow, you know, like, I want him to succeed. Uh, And so if they're able to pull that off with the show, I, I think that that would just be phenomenal. Um, if they're able to pull something like that off where they have a Sith, but, um, everyone has some sort of connection to to that Sith that they, that they feel that, that there's enough humanity and enough understanding that they would root for this, for this bad person. Um, and that's really what you know, happens at the end of Breaking Bad. You have this this man that has done a lot of bad stuff. Like, you you just... And the fact that you didn't watch it, I'm not going to give any spoilers because you should go and watch it. Um, but he, he does a lot of bad stuff, some stuff that you don't think that he would ever even consider doing. Um, and some of it is backhanded, some of it is sneaky, some of it you don't know until, you know like later on in in a, in a, in a season. Um, and he has to also, you know, wiggle around some really bad people also. Um, you know, he's got people trying to kill him, people trying to set him up, uh, and so many things go on. But at the end of all this, I would think if you went to the the average um, Breaking Bad uh, watcher, they would be saying that they were they were rooting for him to succeed. But don't um, you
1: think that was because, but don't you think they were rooting for him partially because, well, number one, it, he's the central character in the show, right? And he begins sympathetic. And if you continue to have him compared against people that are even more bad, you know, like Giancarlo Esposito's character, I think is like one yeah. of the right? And, you know... You you do that. You do that. I mean, that's how you that's how you keep the person where you're rooting for them. If they're the baddest, most troubled and, you know, evil person on the show. I'm not sure we have an example of a show like that. I mean, even ones like um, Hannibal, no. right? Hannibal. Right. Hannibal. I mean, he's evil. Right. He's evil. He, uh But. They try to instill some type of code, right? That you can compare against. And 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 I guess I, I I guess from a Disney standpoint and a Star Wars standpoint, they have to go that way, right? This person has to be someone that whatever decision they're doing in the acolyte, it has to be communicated enough where you can sympathize with that plight. So, um, but where do you go at the end, right? I mean the the, the the Sith were gone for, for a thousand years uh, according to the lore, right? And and the High Republic doesn't even mention Sith, right? In all the books and stuff. Wow. So, at the end of this show, obviously whoever is going to end up being like Plagueis and um, Palpatine, like that line of people, Dark Tenebrous perhaps, who I think is the guy above, before uh, play is one of those guys has got to be like at the end of this show that person is like receding back into the into the background only to know only to wink wink we know this person's gonna reappear in the phantom minutes right so uh and this gal is not this gal either must i think she probably has to die right at the end of this show i'm thinking I, i don't know
0: Not convinced on that. I mean, I think that you say a lot of good points here. Um, And I definitely think that if they went, like, the Breaking Bad route, that would definitely fit really, really good. Um, But um, but part of the... But I just want to go back to one thing about Breaking Bad is that even though during the course of the run, there was a lot of people that were a much higher level of bad than than Walter White by the end of the series I mean like he's pretty much up there with you know badassery <laughs> so um I think it would be fine if they end the show with the acolyte being like super duper bad Um and then they just have to decide whether um, whether they live well, or die. So I guess the question is this, right? The Pranos,
1: right? Another one, right? Where you have a sympathetic bad guy as the center, right? Yeah. And they, they, I mean, he's a bad guy. He does a lot of selfish things. He, he, and at the end, right, he pays for it, right? Um, because that's the life you lead and that's the end of road of that life right that's i mean there has to be that i think there's that message in all of these shows right um uh you can't have a multi-season show about a bad guy and the end of the bad guy uh is that he wins right um th- you know I, I I don't think Star Wars is willing to go there. I don't think they should go
0: right. there. Right, you know, right. Well, I mean, there. some will argue that Walter White won um, it at, in his uh, in his show. Um, but um, I, I agree with you. It would be very difficult for Star Wars to go that way. But you know what? That's what good storytelling is. Is that sometimes you need to have a bad guy win. What was, what? How bad would it be if it's more Empire Strikes Back than Return of the Jedi? So that is a good,
1: that is a good point. You're right, right. Now that doesn't mean they. Don't, right. I mean, I'm talking in a in the finality, right? Not not in the this chapter. We end on a cliffhanger where the bad guy wins, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? But you know that there's another show that you know what's going to. You know that somehow the the good guys have to come up on top in that. Black, that next show, right? That Star yeah. Strikes Back was right. The bad guys won, but there was hope at the end that the good guys could somehow figure out what is going to happen, right? And and right, but you had to wait two years to to get to see that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You have to wait three years. Three years. Okay. Three years, I'm, sorry. Yeah. You remember how? I mean, the dread in your heart. When that movie ends and you know it's over and the next one's not coming out in three years. As a kid, three years felt like a an eternity. Yes, yeah, so so it's painful. It was painful. It's painful. painful. Really which really informs the um you know, your nostalgia on it, right? So yeah. um uh so we'll see. We'll, I mean we'll see. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this show, but I can tell you right now that that um it, it there. there's a high standard for me for how they approach – if they're going to approach something from the perspective of the bad guys or a bad person, right, that's a very um, tough, I think, uh, thing to do. And so I really want them to do it in a way that um, doesn't glorify being bad and doesn't glorify bad just by saying – well, at least it's not hypocritical. I mean, if you if if evil is not cr- hypocritical because it doesn't portray to be something that it's not, but good is simply a facade, right? Is that bullshit?
0: Excuse my French. <laughs> I, I'm going to be turning off I, that show very quickly. I, I mean, listen, being. Being good and using good as a facade. I mean, listen, that type of situation is everywhere in this world. And, and many, I don't want to watch this world. In Star and, and many, many. I'm not well, watching, I'm not watching just, Star Wars you, you, to watch this world. You got to you got to you got to just understand that that this is the way that it is that, you know, some of the best fiction is written about someone that has to wear a mask. Because they're hiding the things that that bother them or things in the world that aren't right. Um, everything comes down to whether they're whether they do it well or not, right? So it just comes down to I think you you would enjoy uh, a Star Wars show that has a character like that, but just as long as it's done right and and the motivations are clear and. You know, they do the right storytelling. I, and I like
1: capable bad guys. I like capable bad guys. I don't like cookie-cutters, idiotic bad guys. You know I complain about that all the time. I like my bad guys, okay? No,
0: I, I, I agree with you. Listen, uh, you know, I don't want... I definitely don't want, like, some dopey bad guy. Like, they have to be menacing. They have to be mentally, like, hurtful. They have to be, like... Very, very skilled with everything that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, if they're gonna put like if they're gonna put like some dopey bad guy into this, that's not good.
1: Well they're not. If anything, if anything you should worry about is that they have a bunch of dopey good guys in this one.
0: Oh, they can't do that either. They can't do
1: that either. They're gonna do that, trust me. No, they can't do that. Listen, if in Phantom Menace the Jedi believe that the Sith haven't been around in a thousand years and this show exists. Then they're going to portray the, the the good guys as dumb, and either not getting the point, not realizing what's happening to the galaxy, right? You know, the listen. Scares, they could right? all.
0: Everybody, they could also. They could also portray this. They could also portray this show as as um as every single time a good guy figures out what's going on, they're very quickly sliced in half. Um, so. You know, it's it's about how good the storytelling is. So, like, if they have, like, this acolyte that's kind of infiltrated into, you know, the Jedi Order, and this whole purpose is for them to, you know, spy, then, you know, and this person is good at what they do, then, you know, it could explain how the Sith have been able to be so cunning for so long. Um, it can explain, you know, some of the moves and some of the techniques and some of what, how do they do that? You know, what yeah. makes them stay so secretive and so well secretive, you know, uh, for such yeah, a long I, time? Yeah,
1: you're right. I guess you're right. I'm just, I'm, you know, whatever. You know where I'm at, right? I'm, I, I know. Uh, I'm, it, getting older. I'm getting I'm getting more and more like, uh, uh, yes, I totally understand the world sucks. Right.
0: Listen, if they're gonna if they if they're gonna take if they're gonna take the acolyte and the let's just and they're gonna stick the acolyte underneath a freaking trench coat and have them like waddle around like the Jedi Temple. That's not gonna work out. Oh, that right? would be
1: crazy. Yes, that would be. So okay. So so now let me ask you another question. Let's switch gears. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we got uh, uh, the Ray movie right now. The Ray movie. Some more information has come out since since, you know, uh, we talked last. Right. Yeah. And um, there's a there's rumors out there that the guy Lindelof who wrote it, he um, his proposal. Was that Ray would be a much older Jedi and that uh the, the 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 new movie would really be about the two students that she's teaching and she's going to be like 60 years after the rise of skywalker okay and um and then now of course we know that the, the movie is not going to be uh 60 years it's going to be 15 years and at least from the advertising on the celebration rays going to be more of a a primary role. Um, which there's some people, there's some people out there that really like that idea of the older Ray. That somehow maybe that gives, maybe that can take away a lot of the, if you move it so far away from the Rise of Skywalker, that maybe all the people that had a problem with the sequel trilogy can be a little more accepting of it. But at the same time, you have a bunch of people that really like the sequels. Um, talking about how why waste this opportunity have Ray when she's in her prime? Right? And I kind of laugh at those people a little tiny bit just <laughs> because because why can't you see that's why we f and hated the sequel trilogy? <laughs> yeah, right. Why can't right? why can't you just have Luke Skywalker in his prime? Right, is exactly. <laughs> that so um so but I can understand it, right? I don't I'm not the type that says, listen, because I didn't get Luke Skywalker or Prime. I don't want to get Rey in her Prime. No, you know what? I want Ray in her Prime. I liked Ray. I really dug Ray. I didn't like what they did to Luke Skywalker, but I didn't terribly mind what they did to Ray. I thought Ray was a great character. I thought, honestly, I really loved her emotional range in Rise of Skywalker. Um, she wasn't given. She was. I mean. Her as a person and her as a character, I liked. How the plot that she was given, I didn't like, right? I thought, you know, it was a little too simplistic. But, so I'm excited. I want to see Rey in her prime. I want to see what they said is that the First Order is done and the Jedi are in chaos. So, what do you do? What, What would you want? Would you want the young Jedi, young Rey? Or would you like the older Rey far removed from The Rise of Skywalker,
0: et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I would want both. And there's no reason why they couldn't do both. So, if, for all this stuff to work, right, the way that, that us as fans would want it to be, you totally would want both. And you'd want to see both. And, like, right now, like, I'm sitting here and just, you know, thinking about, you know, Star Trek Picard. Because, I mean, like, Star Trek Picard, you have Patrick Stewart, like, being this, like, insanely old man. But, like, this last season, like, I mean, like, I literally was, like, it was, like, such a good Star Trek season. And they're all old. So... But you also have all the good stuff from when they were, you know, quote-unquote younger to fall back on. And so they should totally go, in my opinion, in order with the expectation of continuing to be able to tell good stories that will create more lore and create, you know more uh, exciting things. Now, listen, there's so much more that could be explored with Rey. I mean, she's a Palpatine when it comes down to it. I mean, there could be so much to go into for her. Like, does she ever hear from Palpatine? Like, does she ever hear from Luke Skywalker again? Does she ever hear from Baby Yoda? I mean, there's so many things that, that could be... Yeah. ...that that can be gone into. I, my vote would be... To do both, and certainly I wouldn't well, I, skip mean, away from the younger Ray. Both? You mean generally do both, right? Like,
1: like no, I I definitely want an older Ray, but after I see a younger Ray. Yes, that's, you, that's correct. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yes. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. I, I think we can agree on that, right? I mean, we want the story to continue, so that yeah. means that means that means Ray's got to get old at some point, right? Um, right. I don't, Stopping. I don't want it stopping at some point. You're right. I mean, they can start all every day. Can start everything over again. I mean, I mean, not over. I don't want them to start over again because they the, the problem with the sequels is they essentially just started over again. Right? Let's put yeah, everything
0: I, back the same position that we were in, in
1: New Hope and then go from there again. Um, I think
0: that the biggest thing here from from my long winded discussion is that um, I'm totally accepting uh, of Ray being a um, you know continuing the legacy of this of the Star Wars franchise because i i also liked her character um i agree with a, a lot of things she said that, that you know the the way that they did things wasn't really the best um but it wasn't because of her character and they certainly didn't out of all the dumb things that occurred in the movie it, it, her character wasn't part of those dumb things that were occurring so um you know i'm on board with Ray.
1: yeah me too um the uh, uh, what what about um, what about her referring to herself as a Skywalker in this?
0: What would you feel? Um, about- I I think that's totally fine, um, and I think that that's um. I think that that could potentially be a very good plot point because what is it to be a Skywalker, and how hard is it to walk that line of being good when you have uh palpatine bloodlines um or, so... or, or or skywalker bloodline for that matter right i
1: mean yeah, I mean uh, Ben and Anakin were really bad guys right at some point right oh, and, fair, uh, fair enough yeah fair enough oh so, um, uh, so yeah i i I just want them to be brave, I just want them to be brave, and I want them to. They just can't do what they've been doing in all these other shows. They cannot say Star Wars fans are just going to like us just having stuff happen. Just Just please create a plot that starts at the beginning and it goes to a finale. And just please, please, please don't do that. Right. Put some feeling into this. Put some thought into this. Put some drama and surprises and and glory and despair and victory and um change you know uh make ray go through make ray go through the pain that it really takes to do what she's trying to do have her see maybe things from luke's perspective right of of how daunting the responsibility Of being the person trying to put this crap all together, right? Um, Why is the Jedi in disarray fifteen years after? Disarray is a bad word, or I I think they said, yeah, I think they—that's the term Kathy's used twice. Disarray is a bad word only in the fact that disarray could be misconstrued to say that during these fifteen years they had their crap together and they've fallen apart again. Versus it's 15 years later and nothing has brought them back together. nothing has brought them to, you know, nothing has brought the Jedi really back. They're just, there's people that are force sensitive, but they're all around and there's chaotic and there's no organization. And the light side of the force really is not being, the will of the force is really not being listened to, right? Which one would you want?
0: Um, I mean, so for me personally, I mean, I don't think 15 years is, is technically uh, enough time for anything to be put together right. Um, so it, I, I, I hear what you're saying about disarray, and I, I would agree with that. But I mean, like, I'm assuming that, that you know, they've never been put into any sort of um, rightful um, community as of yet. So, I mean, I could to- I could totally see, like, as Force-sensitive people, like, realize that uh, the Empire is gone and that they finally can come out of hiding and stuff like that, um, that there starts to be a lot of people using Force abilities for for right and also for wrong. And so that I could see being kind of where Ray needs to come in and collect all these different people yeah. and be, and be like, Hey, you know, we need to, we need your help. And, you know, you, you shouldn't be doing if for this, you should be trying to be helping people. Um, but you know, it can't be that straightforward. It's gotta be, uh, with a lot of, um, yeah. you know, excitement in there, which, which, uh, her, her just having that conversation do? is exciting.
1: Well, what it has to do, Aaron, right, is listen. The part I will get behind about um, the prequels, how uh, about the Jedi failing, right? Like, whatever, right? They failed okay. because they want them to fail. But they failed. The one part I can get behind is that the Jedi should not be an arm of the government, right? Now, if that is one of the major sticking points in this in this new era i would be 100% behind that right you have some jedi that have basically now said well without ray you have some people that are now like working a group and maybe they're even calling themselves the jedi order and they are working for the whatever the new republic is trying to do right right and then you have other guys who are saying no we need to be an independent following the will of the force that is what we are subservient to and they are like pure like monk types who are really like into the force right they're listening to the force right and ray is i don't know where she leans but something's gonna make her decide she needs maybe luke is gonna tell her maybe the force is gonna tell her Maybe something's going to tell her that she has got to get this together and she has to somehow figure out she has to lead the Jedi into the right place. Right. And while that's happening, there's also also bad guys who are just taking the power that the force gives them and and, you know, et cetera. Right. So yeah,
0: um,
1: there's so many awesome things they can do. But but I really hope that they, they address that. Right. That what if the Jedi at the end of this goal is they become this independent. um, Defenders of the galaxy. Right. That kind of thing, like standing up for just following the will of the force and the will of the force doesn't mean, um, you know, follow the follow the, you know, the government. It means follow your heart and follow what's right. Right. Um, to me, that would be very satisfying.
0: Um, yeah, I'm in, a, I I'm that's in the, agreement that that's, that that's a, a very good story point. With that being said, I mean, like, the way that I look at the way things are, like, I certainly hope that the Jedi don't become a part of the government again. <laughs> like, that's as far from my brain as, as possible. Like, if they were, like, all of a sudden back part of the government, I would be like, what are you doing? Like totally, like what? So, like, I certainly hope that that's not what they're looking to end the Jedi as. I mean, well, oh, you mean the writers, or I mean, there's got to be characters. the writers. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like if 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 the Ray movie comes out and like she's in a Jedi temple again and they're talking about like saving planets that are under the New Republic, that is not the right way to go with with this, in my opinion. Which I can't see that. In today's
1: climate of of irreverence for everything, right? Um, uh, what are they going to be reverent to? That's the thing, right? Uh, I think the only safe thing that I really hope they don't do this is the only thing that I think society nowadays will allow you to be reverent to is yourself, right? And mm. uh, and the individual, right? That that stuff, right? Where um, we're gonna, you know, you can't be a Jedi. No, everybody can be a Jedi. And that's the whole point of the thing, that if at the end of this movie we show everyone that everyone could be a Jedi, then I'm like, I, please don't waste two hours getting to
0: that <laughs> point. <Please. laughs> what, what are you trying to say, like, where, like, everyone, like, all of a sudden, like, is, like, pulling broomsticks to their hands? No, 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 no.
1: That That, <laughs> if the, if the, uh, if they some stupid reason decide that what they want this this new era of the Jedi to be about is to prove to everybody that the Jedi can be inclusive of of no matter who you are. I mean, like, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think the Jedi was ever not inclusive. Right. The Jedi. Uh, were just looking for
0: people no, not, dude. No, right? I so, mean, I certainly hope that I certainly hope that like through all this, that no one is saying that like Jedi are not inclusive. Like, that's not something that has to be proven, in my opinion. Like, they have every single race um, imaginable right. as part but, of the group. But you
1: you realize, Aaron, right? You realize, Aaron, that many times, especially since Disney took over Star Wars, that Disney tries to prove points or tries to get points that don't need to be proven. Right. right? That they're, they're getting distracted by the wrong stuff they're trying to say. Right. Right. Uh, that, uh, you know, so I, I, you know, I don't want them wasting time. I have had issues with a lot of the Star Wars that we've seen because they waste time either telling a very lazy story that is just trying to get from point A to point B, but that it's the, even the wrong story to tell, right? So um, this story should be about, right, if, if we're going to call it uh, i don't know what we're going to call it legacy of the force whatever the the whole whatever this movie is going to be called right this has got to be something where the goal of this show is not to show why the jedi are wrong again it should be how let's show
0: people figuring it out right i, I certainly hope that that's what it's going to be because like i agree the so the jedi can't have another set of movies where it shows that they suck. Yes. So, you know, they have to show why they are so good and and why they should be around. Um, they've spent enough time trying to figure out why they suck and why less, they couldn't figure it I, out.
1: I guess less, uh, you know, I guess less that I want to see them prove why they need to be, or, or they are good and why they need to be around. I guess... I would more want it to prove that that the reason they're there, that they're they are there that they are they are they going to they're going to be there whether you like it or not. Right. There's going to be people with force powers, whether you like it or not. Right. So. Right. Can we, I, I, I hope they figure out that we are here for a reason and it is a good reason and they. They go for that reason, right? Like the force, the will of the force
0: needs to be followed, right? The, you know, I think that that's the best way to that's yeah. the best way to put it, and that's the way it should be. Like I, I envision this this first movie with fifteen years later, where they're trying to figure everything out. Like yeah. you have Ray, you, you have her trying to find force sensitive people um, to at least start having a community. Um, you know, they very well may start off being like this community where they're trying to follow the will of the force, but they don't have anything that outstanding to, uh, to respond to yet. But then finally they get their first big event, which they have to go, you know, help, you know, people X. Um, so, you know, that's just something that is a possibility. You know, but one thing's for certain, like if they, you know, this better not end up being like where they're serving the Republic or, the, you know, they could start off where they're serving the Republic and they're realizing that that's not the right yeah, way for them to be um, because it goes against. Or there's
1: conflict in that, right? There's some yeah. that do feel that and some that don't feel that, right? It's very similar to the, the legacy comics in, in Star Wars, right, where you had. The Jedi were decimated, right? And they were—you know—there was very little of them left. There was one or two guys left, uh, and they were trying, you know. And he, they didn't even want to become Jedi, but they're trying to come together. But there are people out there using for, the Force, and there's even some people out there that think that they're doing the right thing, right? Like you had the Imperial Knights, right? And the, they were Jedi who were serving the Emperor, so that was their—that was who they were. Allegiant to, and they weren't bad. They were—they were just disillusioned in that what they were following right so i want to see that i want to see like groups of jedi who, groups of people who think they may be doing the right thing but they're just but they're 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 reproducing the problems that the jedi had in the past and there's got to be someone out there that's saying no this is the right way right so um yeah so it could be really special if they this if is the they, way yeah they could so uh one thing I wanted to talk about before we go, and I know we're we're running out of time. But um uh now you know when we were talking about the finale for the Mandalorian? I think I now remember the reason why I th- what I wanted to say in that show, I, well, I was, we're almost not saying this show. So the one of the things that I just really didn't like about the finale was yeah. that um of Mandalorian was that uh Again, the plot was plotting along without really any real reason about it, other than to get to the end. And the, that, remember that part where, um, right at the beginning, we're like all at the beginning of the episode, we are scared for um, for Din, right? Yeah. And Baby Yoda got out of that room through a hole in the back while they were retreating before Paz Vizsla dies. And three minutes or less than that, two one minute into it, um, Baby Yoda comes out of nowhere and saves, uh, saves Din. And not only does that not make sense, and it's totally anticlimactic, right? But what's his face? Uh, Gideon has a little radar showing them traveling along, and he goes, I'm going to go get them. And when he sees them going along, he then leaves the room that they end up going to, and then he ends up showing up late and saying, you killed all my clones.
0: (laughs) I'll have to go back and look at it, but if if that's really what happened, then, I mean, they just have to be uh, happy that people can't, that not everyone can keep track of the rooms like like you can <laughs>
1: well, but even but let's say let's even let's say even if it isn't the room okay Because that would be just like that would be just like like trolling us right but let's say he knows that they're going a certain way right and when he see Aaron the point I, is, I remember <laughs> the
0: tra- I do remember the tracking device right? so like little, so like, green, little green yeah yellow. so oh. like you're like right. you mentioning right now like all the stuff that's happening right. and like just remembering that there was a, like there was that he was tracking them. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, it's so like, but he's tracking to, them, right? Then he's he tracking clean them better. Uh, but they didn't. So yeah, he's, he's
1: tracking them though. Right. And he leaves. And when he's leaving the, the, the emotion that they're trying to tell the person watching the show yeah. is that, Oh no, Gideon's going to get them. I'm worried yeah. for our heroes. That's what they were trying to do. Right. He sees them yeah. and, and I'm going to take care of it. And he leaves. Right. And not only does he not get them, but they're able to go through a whole episode of them getting through these gates and uh, then getting to the clones and destroying them and then finished with all of that. And then he shows up and goes, oh, you complain. You destroyed my clones it's anticlimatic, right it's anti-comatic, right and it's so it's just so dumb and it's like they have all these great ideas and they decide i'm just not i'm just not i'm too tired to actually make what that idea i had and what i'm trying to lead the plot to i just don't want to actually have to resolve that part so let me just wave my magic wand, and say, okay, now let's move past that, and now we we'll are get to this point. where. So that was just very, to me, that left, it left me, uh, it left, it was hollow. Uh, you know
0: what? I want to tell you something. Um, so I hear totally, uh, I'm actually in agreement with what you're saying, um, but th- this is just a, a weird um, kind of observation. Like, The Disney plus Star Wars, like, episodes, there's so many times where, like, I feel like that they're shorter than they should be. Like, sometimes they clock in at, like, 30-something minutes. Sometimes they're at, like, 40-something minutes. There's not many that go up to, like, a full hour, right? Like, I mean, like, Game of Thrones, sometimes it will go over an hour of episode time. Uh, And... Like I don't know if that's just like like constraints from Disney, which I don't think is like doing the show justice, uh, or if it's truly um, you know like lack of storytelling, where like they just, where they're just like we don't have to explain it, or we're not going to even go there. But I agree with you one hundred percent. They should be totally paying bigger attention to the details. Um. Even though, um, without you telling me about all this stuff, it probably went over my head while actually watching the episode. But um, I do agree that these are things they should be paying attention to. And I just, you know, they should stop making 30-minute episodes. They should make episodes where it's properly detailed and stuff like that. It, it, there's there's a lot of explanations of why
1: they I think they do the shorter episodes. And I think it has to do primarily with um, a budget and them thinking that if we edit it in a certain way that it's very more um, fast paced, meaning we cut down a lot of the interior stuff, we just move from action to action, to action, to action, action that they think that uh, that follows George's maybe faster, more intense kind of thing. And, and that only really works. That really only works if the stuff you're setting up, you take care of that. You can take care of them very quickly, but you got to take care of the things that you set up, right? I wouldn't no. have thought they didn't have to have a scene where Gideon says, "I' tracking them. I'm gonna go get them." They didn't have to show that scene at all.
0: If they You're didn't right. show
1: that scene at all, then everything that happened in that whole first half of the show would have been fine. But when you establish, it's like they're, it's like they're setting up drama that they don't pay off. That's the, my only problem, right? Yeah, I, get, I, I can understand that. Yeah. So, um, uh, one last thing, uh, I was watching, I'm looking on, on Twitter all the time and I see some people that are just like, um, it's just funny to me, Aaron, that someone put up, said, Hey, uh, now a lot of people, listen, everybody goes on the internet, honestly, half the time, I don't know why on the internet you would ever tell people what you're thinking, but most of the time you're telling them what you're thinking <laughs> because, because you're telling them what you're thinking because." you want to elicit a response, okay? That's, I mean, when we get down to it, okay, that's why you go out on social media, okay? Um, And so there's a lot of people in my Twitter feed that, for some reason, my Twitter feed thinks I want to see a lot of um, people that are super ultra uh, positive about the sequels, okay? And are really captured by everything that happened in the sequels. And one person, like, put up saying, hey, here are my favorite... uh, Three things by. Here's my favorite things by Star Wars. Um. Uh, Mandalorian. Last Jedi. And Andor. Ouchies! 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 Okay, so that tells me right now they they post that right, and of course a bunch of idiot trolls <laughs> can't help but then say. You're an idiot. And uh oh. and, and the person responds back. Why am I an idiot? This is the stuff I like. Uh, the OT, I tried watching it. It just didn't uh, it just didn't land with me. And I'm going. Aaron, whether I like that or not, it is a very, very interesting mindset that you have to go to when you suddenly realize that this thing that we love so much, right, the Star Wars, there yeah. are, and I, I have to give that person, I cannot think that that person is simply a instigator, right?
0: Although, right. it really
1: feels like it, right? It really feels like if you're going to say that, you're only saying that because you really want people to react. You want... <laughs> <laughs> what but could could there really be a person that truly, honestly, has those things speak to you and the the old the original trilogy is literally like honestly that's not even some of my favorite Star Wars. Is it possible that, that is an actual real person that does that?
0: I'm actually gonna <laughs> tell you yes, because I've met a lot of people and have spoken to a lot of people that have that type of um viewpoint um so um so part of so just to give you an example part of you know my job is is that like i'm working with a lot of young people and like i'm like walking around like oh i just watched mandalorian it's amazing i'm like have you watched mandalorian and you get like people that are like what's mandalorian i'm like what do you mean you don't know what mandalorian is so i'm like haven't you ever seen star wars and like some of them like I mean, you talking about like the new ones? You talking about like the old ones? I'm like, like, and then I'm just like, oh my god. Well, you know, a lot of the younger generation do not like the nineteen seventies and eighties Star Wars because they're not even giving them a chance, in my opinion, because they're so old. But with that being said, I can see why a lot of the younger generation are gravitating towards some of the, the newer stuff and not really getting hit home by the older stuff. Um, and I, I mean, I, I'm one of the people that actually, like, I'm actually one of the people that felt that The Last Jedi was a pretty decent movie. Um, I don't like it as my favorite because, like, we were all, like, waiting for, like, this huge can of whoop-ass from Luke Skywalker and it never happened. And I remember that at the end of it, I was like, "All right, he he disappeared." But like, just in the next one, just have him reappear, and then I'll show that he's like totally like crazy strong, um, and then do that. But um, unfortunately, I can understand why people may, you know, differ. But you know, the, yeah. like you and I were original trilogy people. Um that's the thing right
1: is it is yeah. is that really what it is? Is that really what art form is then is it that um I mean there's obviously the idea of recency bias right but yeah, but you also have the idea that that um if it was made when you were growing up, right I mean, you can't argue with this part of the things that we love about Star Wars so much is because of the nostalgia and the feeling that it was our right and yeah. and And it's to me, it's depressing a little that uh, that that humans will take a piece of art like that and will say, well, because that art came out when I was a child, that's the stuff I gravitate toward. Right Um, now, I I mean, I'm I'm trying not to be hypocritical. Right. Because because you know that that a little bit of why we love the ot so much is for that reason right i'd like to think that we
0: are um objective <laughs> enough to Dude, say i i agree with what you're saying 100 percent. but at the same time if you have object if you have objective people mm-hmm. um and they could look at things for what they are they should all be saying that the original star Wars trilogy was the, was the best movies ever. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just, it's the truth, right? It's, I mean, it, it's, it's the truth. truth. It's it just happens truth. to
1: support my, you know, it just happens to support my agenda, but it is the truth. You know, it is the truth. I mean, it uh, is. <laughs> that's not, obviously we do feel that those were strong movies, right? That they yes. did things that, um, they did think, and yes, they had flaws and 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 yes you can point out the flaws i'm not sure why pointing out the flaws makes makes your movie better but but yes they had flaws right so um yeah i mean it's it's all opinion right no one's going to say these are the most favorite but to me it is a weird um point in my life where i do realize that something that i think is so important in my thought process of, like, what really spoke to me is something that can completely not speak to a whole set of people that,
0: you know, so um, it's just I, want, I, wanna, I, I think this is a very interesting conversation, I want, and I want to bring up something that I saw on a video I saw on Facebook or on Twitter or somewhere, All right, and it, this probably explains it the best that you possibly can explain it at least in my opinion so i mean when i originally saw the prequel trilogy i hated it and i know that a lot of original trilogy uh fans hated it and i know that a lot of original trilogy fans you know were not happy with, with with the prequel trilogy um but A lot of, you know, we're now far enough away from the prequel trilogy that the children that grew up with the prequel trilogy are now becoming, you know, 20 years old, older. They're able to start going to Star Wars celebration. They're able to start becoming more vocal. And there was a video of Eden Christensen um, going out for a um, for some sort of like, you know, um, event where the room was filled with tons and tons of Star Wars fans and he walked out into the room and everyone was cheering for him and 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 screaming for him and holding up posters and so excited to to see him and it just makes me think about how back when the movies first came out you know his reaction clearly was one of, like, relief. And maybe he was acting it. I don't know. But <laughs> I always question whether actors are are showing their true emotions or not. But, um, you know, he probably went through a time where, like, people did not, like, show, give him love for his oh, yeah. part in the prequel trilogy. But now people do, because these younger kids have grown up and are now able to attend these events and so that just shows me that you know what this is this is something that can be generational and can be you know what you grow up with and you know and everyone may be different and uh so you know you're gonna have people that find the prequel trilogy is awesome you're gonna find the sequel trilogy people find it awesome um and i don't think that necessarily is a bad thing but what you know what the goal always should be is is that they create something that that everyone thinks is awesome and that's where you become the most successful and so that's hopefully what they'll do from this point forward yeah yeah no no doubt about it i mean i don't think i have
1: i don't i know i did never i know i never hated um the prequel trilogy because to me it hit when I was a young man and um I still felt it was I felt it was for me too right I, I did feel that I was I was still like young enough where I did really feel that uh, those were my movies too I was just disappointed then right I mean for a lot of reasons uh uh I mean I liked them and I was looking forward to seeing them but, yeah. but there were definitely just stuff that that just made left me disappointed in the fact that I, I just I, it's like it's like you wait for something so long, and you really just want it to knock your socks off, right? And yes, totally you them not when you see them do things that just doesn't knock your socks off, you just get a little crusty about it, right? You're just like, boy, you made me wait this long, and what I could think of was 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 better than what you actually put together right so um i mean i, I still love watching the phantom menace because there's certain scenes in it that i just go i just love those you know the the, the mall fight scene mall fight uh, scene. you know there's uh Avengers. uh just uh, just i love liam neeson there's things about that that i just thought was like really cool um But yeah, so, and there's parts of The Last Jedi that I thought were really cool. I remember the Holdo maneuver going, wow, that is just gorgeous. And the fight scene in the throne room, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing it. I'm so freaking psyched, right? And Luke was still alive at that moment, right? So I could feel that way, right? And um, it was, you know, I really think I am objective about these things. And I dislike certain things about them for I think objective reasons um uh but you know uh for someone to say that the original trilogy just doesn't speak to them I can understand that right but I I feel that that is a little bit because the of the polarizing nature of just the world right now that you almost go into the original trilogy looking at them going what are these freaking boomers talking about? Um, uh, this better be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And when you're going into it with that attitude, it's very possible they aren't going to stand up to, to to what you're hoping they are or what you you want them
0: to be, right? Um, yeah. I, lower you know? yeah i th- i think also even though they are very good overall with special effects and and things like that i I still think that there is a small bit of like um age to them yes that, that would, oh yes, no that's that you know these younger kids m- may not uh take to and so like y- they may get through the first like ten minutes and just be like <coughs> you know this is not this is so damn old i'm like <laughs> this is so damn old like i'm not watching this anymore like I, you know yeah no 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 doubt about it i mean like i loved the initial
1: opening just the new hope right the, yeah. the star destroyer um was something you never saw before the big battle in the hallway with all the bolts and and everything and it, to me it was visceral and exciting and stuff and there's people that could look at that and go it's kind of boring Right. I don't think it's boring.
0: Yeah. They, they could understand. be like, why, why is there sparks and, and smoke coming from there? Why yeah. isn't there like some huge explosion?
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, literally giant starships have been in TV, TV and shows for for decades now. Right. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. So it that's unfortunate. And that's and so why I try to look at that objectively so I can understand why that is. I just think the emotional themes of the show and the performances by you know, people like Harrison Ford, right? And and the Emperor in the last in I mean, the Emperor, you hated him so much. It was lo- it was so lovely how he Oh did my God,
0: it. he he's like he's one of the best villains ever, in my opinion. The Emperor in
1: Return of the Jedi, he is to me the best villain that like just his his I have everything under control and I know what's gonna happen. And this is all as I planned. His just that he did to the up to the very last moment was gold, right? I, I'm to totally in agreement. You wanted to smack him so hard. <laughs> totally uh, in
0: agreement. Like, it's like, yeah, Return of the Jedi Emperor, man, that is like one of the best performances from a bad guy I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Um, Oh. But I question whether these I question whether these younger generation people even get to that point to to see that,
1: yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, um, but you know we did, and 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 I guess Aaron, the way I look at it is this, right? Um, I just feel blessed that uh, I was around to actually experience all these these different generations, right. So that, um, so that really all of this Star Wars is my Star Wars, right? It, it, yeah. The the sequel trilogy is not not my Star Wars. It's it is still my Star Wars. I do I am disappointed in a lot of things they did, but really most of it is because I just want them to have the same effort and passion. And I just think that the sequel trilogy, if you look at it, you just see undeniable spots where they just took really interesting ideas and they just did nothing with them and that's the that's the tragedy right so
0: yeah
1: um, oh yeah right so they 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 tried to do they wanted to get to the end and they got to the end by basically skipping all the really cool parts that you really want to happen last jedi i mean really listen last jedi has some really good Last Jedi is probably, is easily the best made movie out of those three movies. No doubt about it. Um, but it has big flaws too. And it has, the the soul is missing. Where the soul is in the wrong place. Which is, that's the part that makes my heart hurt the most about The Last Jedi. Mm, really yeah. was a good movie that put me through a lot of emotion. But it was just not the emotions I wanted to feel.
0: Yeah I, I, yeah, I follow what you're saying. I mean, like, definitely going from the end of the J.J. J. Abrams, um, you know, Force Awakens, where Rafe is walking up those steps and yeah. finds Luke Skywalker to, you know, the beginning of The Last Jedi, where Luke Skywalker is tossing away his lightsaber. That's like a huge, uh, that's flat- a huge, like... Yeah, that's like wow! Like, what's going on here? I mean, listen, I enjoyed The Last Jedi as well. Um, I am going to agree with you that I think it's the best one out of the three, um, and I think it it for the most part is is a c- completely well made movie. But uh, I think you hit it perfectly that the um, that the love for it was in the wrong place. Um, it was. It, it, you know, for us, you know, I feel like we're looking more, um, to see, um, some Skywalker, um, some special Skywalker stuff. And, uh, we didn't get that opportunity because it went in a different direction. So, um, we'll have to live on with whatever, uh, with whatever stuff they come out on TV because I'm sure there'll be more Luke Skywalker. Hey, I mean, hopefully in the, in Filoni's trilogy, maybe we'll get lucky and have Luke Skywalker in that one. <laughs> yeah. There's a um, bunch of
1: rumors going around that, that Disney is like, we're, we're scared of Luke Skywalker and we're not going to really make him a big part of anything going forward.
0: Oh, that would be
1: so bad. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that is the absolute wrong thing to take from what has happened, right? Uh, with the yeah. uh, of the, the fan base, you, uh, I guess they I get I guess their idea is we can just outlast the boomers, right? Uh, or the <laughs> gen X's, right? We can just outlast yeah. those people. Then right. we won't have any more start. We won't have any more Luke Skywalker complainists. Right? Oh right? my god! It's so and that would panic. just be a, that to me. That's just absolutely the wrong reason. There's absolutely no reason why Disney can't just say Luke Skywalker is an important character and we can admit that and we can respect that, right? They aren't admitting defeat, they're admitting victory, that they have a character that started this whole thing and that they show some respect to that character, right? Show that character in a way that captures the imagination of still millions of fans who really loved Luke Skywalker. Right? No. It's it's okay. You're not going to have to... You're not going to have to, like... I don't know what. they Somehow they think it's like a... a admitting defeat. And I'm like, there is no ego in this.
0: Right? Just...
1: Do the right thing.
0: Well, listen, and there's eat- plenty of movies out there that are awesome. You know that the main character is not going to die. And they make it and it's an amazing movie. Yeah. And there's no reason why they can't make a a, a Luke Skywalker movie. Um yeah. and on that note, I'm going to put in another oh. little buzz for I want another solo movie. I like solo, give me another solo movie. I, I um, want another solo movie.
1: Yeah, sure, but but I I personally would like a uh I
0: would like a DH to,
1: um Harrison
0: Ford. Would- oh. Uh, all right, well, I'll take either or whatever, yeah. but I think I I like I, um, um, yeah, I like um Alden Ironreich, yeah, like No,
1: I I I like him too. Um, so yeah, he did a you, good you, job. That one in there. So yeah, that was that one's been logged. That was a long <laughs> quest. And uh, uh wow. Wh- I did not think we had anything to talk about, and it is now one hour and 20 minutes into this thing.
0: I know, and we have one last thing to talk about. Dude, do you realize that this is our 251st episode? Okay. Um, you're right. I forgot to bring that
1: up. Um, Aaron, thank you so much, dude, just for for everything, man. Uh it was your idea to do this. Um and uh uh, and i thank you for giving me an opportunity to just be part of something that we've been stubborn enough to last 250 episodes i know right jeez and to think that um you know someone in our chat room said it's so funny that we've outlasted all the other card trader ones even though we're not really talking about card trader and and yeah. what's funny about that is it's even more it's even more esoteric than that the 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 Podcast that we came up with wasn't even about Star Wars Card Trader. Even, even in its inf- even in its impetus, it wasn't about Star Wars Card Trader. That's you right. Uh, wanted about Star Wars Card Trader because you felt that that was too little scope, and that it needed to be about all the card trading apps and cross trading. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, and I fought against you. I mean, I really wasn't. I wasn't for you. I, I wasn't in support of that. Right, and for many. And for during the first couple of years of this thing, I was really concentrating on Star Wars Card Trader, even though that's not really what the the, the it was about. Right. So it's funny, though, how uh, it's just funny when you look at all of that. And so just Aaron, thank you so much, dude, for for having the idea and and uh, having the, the throughput to to run it for for as long as you did. I mean, I now do the editing and posting and stuff,
0: but um yeah. It's been and great thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, no. It's amazing. It's, it is amazing. And what's amazing is that, I mean, listen, we're we're not Howard Stern level, but I mean, like 250,000 downloads. Like, I'm not the one downloading those things. So, I mean, like, um, hopefully you're not. <laughs> hopefully that's not you 250,000
1: times. No, I have not downloaded an episode. I don't think I've downloaded episode. Of, no, I. I mean, I, pro, I. I. I used to listen to it once a week, right? Like I, I would just right. after we recorded, usually like on a Wednesday or something like that. I would like just listen to the episode when I was driving into work. So I'm one of those. I'm one.
0: I'm one of those. Yeah. 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 But, somewhere in there, but that that's a lot of downloads.
1: Yeah. Um, so and and so I what so that means what do we got to do? We got to thank everybody who's who listens yeah. to this to this this dumb 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 podcast.
0: Yeah, and thank you to, so much uh, to everyone. Yeah,
1: thank you so much to everybody, and thanks to all the guests we've had, and and thanks to John Lapiana, who we still hear his voice. Yeah, every, uh, every episode. I'd love to have that guy back. I remember I had to take a week off, and he did a he hosted with you, and yeah, I just I, right. that one, that episode just made me smile. I just I just it was just an awesome episode here and you guys talk and he just did a great job um anyway the, the 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 people we've met and the people that we deal with still because of this thing i just uh it really speaks to my heart and i just thank all, all those people with 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 all of that i really do and i thank you most of all
0: oh, so thank you as well all and right i'm i'm still gonna keep my my sign off as happy trading <laughs>
1: It happy, used to be happy procrastinating. For like yeah, a,
0: happy for procrastinating, much. then it became happy trading. Happy trading, yeah. So yeah. um yeah, yeah, it's been
1: fun and uh and trading is cool, right? Trading yes. is cool if you if you do it. Um uh it's something I wish I did more as a kid. I couldn't, and that's why I think <laughs> I loved it so much, right? It was something I was like wanting to do. yeah um, but uh yeah. So you have a great uh you have a great weekend. Um, you as well and, uh happy Mother's day to all mothers uh, that you know and all of the uh my daughter uh is a mother again uh yesterday, my second grandchild was born oh my
0: god congratulations so, um
1: yes so uh i'm ready ready to have a nice celebratory weekend of just celebrating moms and celebrating families and and uh and if you think about Star wars for a little bit that's good too so. Totally. Um, All right, sir, thank you so much. I guess we'll talk next time.
0: Yeah, TTFN.